Well, the Texans better hope DeAndre Hopkins passes his physical. There might not be a spot for him on the roster now if he has to go back to Houston. They just traded for Brandon Cooks. Bonus pod on Thursday night. Jamie is not going to be on the show tomorrow, our regularly regularly scheduled show. So I wanted to get him on to give his thoughts. He already did so on CBS Sports HQ. You can check that out. I'm Adam Azer. He's Jamie Eisenberg. Tomorrow I'll break down this trade with Dave, Ben, and Heath. And also we'll take your phone calls if you want to call about that. Uh, we'll talk about best ball. But that's for tomorrow. Right now, Jamie, which play? All right, so Brandon Cooks, let me, let me set it up. Brandon Cooks going to Houston along with a fourth-round pick from, from the Rams for a second-round pick. Remember, the Texans acquired a second-round pick when they traded uh, Hopkins away. You mentioned before the show, Brandon Cooks has five documented concussions, including multiple last year. But which player, from a fantasy standpoint, is most affected by this trade? I think you can go in a lot of directions here. Which player is most affected by this trade? I think Deshaun Watson wins. By getting another weapon that's proven, you know, I was I was thinking about this. I haven't gone through my rankings yet, but I think Watson. I dropped him clearly from the Hopkins trade from three all the way down to eight. I will move him definitely ahead of Drew Brees at seven. I'll probably move him ahead of Josh Allen now at six. That was my next question: Watson or Allen? So who's five for you? Five is Prescott. So my, my top five, I think, is going to be locked in of Mahomes, Jackson, Wilson, Kyler Murray, and Prescott. Okay. So Brandon Cooks or Will Fuller, who are you drafting first? That's where I'm struggling. Right now, I would, I would probably lean toward Fuller for one reason. I think with, and I'm going to explore this a little bit more, but I think with what we're dealing with uh, around the world and, and in our country, that continuity is going to matter for football this year, more so I think than talent in a lot of cases. So I would guess that, look, both guys are injury prone. Um, you know, whoever plays 16 games is probably going to be the better of the two. But I think the fact that Watson has a rapport with Fuller is going to matter because he's going to have little time on the field with, with Cooks. Now, if we have a full training camp, that'll probably change. But right now, I, I would give a slight lean toward toward Fuller, but they're probably going to be very close to my rankings. Fuller loses, obviously. With yeah, Cooks definitely you can call him injury prone because of the concussions, but it's worth noting he's play, he played 16 games four straight seasons before last year. Now, the year before 2018, Cooks really only played 15 games, officially 16, but he played one game he got hurt without even getting a target in Week 5 at Seattle. But, you know, I want to get your overall take on this trade because Brandon Cooks, I mean, what does he have left? This guy had a really bad year. 42 catches, 583 yards, two touchdowns, 72 targets in 14 games. 72 targets in 14 games. Uh, Cup and Woods each, all, both had a lot of targets. Higby was better than Cooks. Um, I mean, Higby was, was probably, I would guess Higby had about as many yards as Cooks in his last five games of the season as Cooks did all year. But the four seasons before that, Brandon Cooks finished 11th, 8th, 8th, and 14th in non-PPR. 12th, 10th, 15th, and 13th in PPR. He was extremely consistent, you know, around 117 targets, 1,100 or so yards, usually about seven, eight touchdowns. And he's only 26. He'll be 27 in September. So he's he shouldn't be washed up. It was kind of hard to explain his season last year. What kind of an impact do you think Brandon... What kind of an impact player do you think Brandon Cooks is at this point? I mean, he's he's clearly has the chance to still be an impact player 
based on health. If he's healthy, I think he's better than Will Fuller. I think that's been proven. Um, you know, both guys have, uh, you know, went, went on the field, you know, so take that into account for Fuller, have been clearly explosive. Fuller probably more so in terms of the word explosive than, than Cooks just because of his, his splash plays are a little bit more splashier. Um, but, you know, Cooks should be the number one receiver on this team if he's, if he's right. Yeah, and, you know, and like he's I, not a huge... I, I, won't, I won't have them separated by very far in my rankings. So, you know, Fuller was a guy that I was drafting. I think you were probably the most aggressive of the, the five of us that are on, on the show. And I still uh, will be, drafting probably. Fuller. <laughs> I mean, you were drafting him as a borderline starter in a lot of cases. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think I, he was a top... He would have been, if I had rankings, top 24 guy. And right. I'm not so, so sure me, he, he still is. For me, he was around, he was around 30. You know, so yeah, I, I look. I think that if he played a full season with with DeAndre Hopkins, I I think Fuller could be a top twenty four guy. You know, yes, agree. So it's not like obviously this isn't good for him, but I still I just believe in Will Fuller if he could stay on the field. Um, does this affect Cooper Cup or Robert Woods? I don't think so. You know, it, it, it's probably a situation where they get a slight boost. Um, I'll probably move. Cup is not going to move in my rankings because he's, you know, in some cases, uh, depending on format, you know, anywhere between 10 and 12. Um, like, for example, in PPR, I have him at 10, uh, a little lower in, in non-PPR. But, um, or no, right, right around the same. He, he's, he's in that 10 to 12 range. Uh, but Woods, I think, you know, this should help him in terms of targets a little bit. You know, I think he's, he's always going to be underrated. Um, Josh Reynolds probably gets a slight bump, you know, just because he'll play some more. But I think it kind of solidifies Higby as, okay, you know, kind of what you're going to get because you saw it last year with the guys who are, who are there. Right. But Sean McVay just said he needs to use Gerald Everett more. And, you know, I'm just going to save that for tomorrow. We'll talk about that with, with the others. Um, I don't worry about that with Higby right now. Okay. So to sum it up, I think. The player, I asked you a question, who's most affected by this? I think it's Cooks, actually. I think this is good for Cooks. What do you think? If well, he's, if he's yeah, still I mean, good, look, then this is good for him. Right. If if he's good, if he's healthy, if he's right, um, he goes into a situation where there's, uh, you know, 100 and almost you know 150 targets available. Um you know, we'll see what the the offensive philosophy, if there's any change, you know, just because of who David Johnson could be as well. I mean, look, the, the, the Texans are taking some some big gambles here. You know, they're taking a gamble on David Johnson, you know, returning to the guy that yeah. he was. They're taking a chance on Brandon Cooks returning to the guy that he was. And if both those things happen, then they have superstar players. I don't agree with it. I mean, I think it's it's a mistake to make the trades that they made. <laughs> this feels like one of the <laughs> feels like one of those trade. one of those fantasy teams yeah. where you're like well, if all these things go right, you know, the thing, but 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 in truth, I mean, Bill O'Brien made some some bad decisions last year in terms of, you know, they bungled the Clowney situation, they overpaid for Tunsil probably, they took on Kenny Stills, they didn't really need Kenny Stills, they didn't really do much, and they still won the division. So, they could still win the division, but it's just well, because they have a, a a superstar quarterback. And they do, and they had a superstar wide receiver and JJ Watt played and yeah, but but they I mean, look, we can make fun of Bill O'Brien all we want. As a coach, he's done a really well, good job. Didn't, didn't Watt miss half the season with the torn pectoral? Uh, yeah, he, he he did. He was really good though while he played, right? I mean, um, yeah, they they look. He wins the division. Like 
whenever, whenever Andrew Luck is not around, basically. So we'll give him a little bit of credit for that. But obviously, he's making some real risky moves here. And, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see. Um, you know, again, if if Brandon Cooks is healthy, then you're probably right. Then he is he's in a great spot. But I think right now, you know, just the fact that Watson went from losing the guy that he lost to getting some semblance of hope, right, is is a, is a big win for me. And I big loser is uh, Kenny Stills and Fuller. You know, I mean, you know, Fuller Fuller was clearly going to be the the number one guy. Yeah, but now Kenny Stills is a three, right? Yeah, I mean, Stills loses. They they, all, they both lose. Yeah. But I, I think you know, like like I guess what I was getting at before, you know, we 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 maybe got a little sidetracked. Is that you? What I was going to say is that you were drafting Fuller as a as a borderline starter. For me, he was like I said, a high end number three guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he falls back five or six spots, and you know, just by the nature of Cooks moving up, like right now PPR. Just because I'm staring at my rankings. I had Fuller 34 in PPR. Um, he'll probably drop a spot or two. And Cooks was 40. You know, he'll move up five or six spots. I, oh, he'll move up ahead of Fuller or behind still? You said it's going to uh, be close. They'll be back-to-back. Be back-to-back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the way I'm thinking of it right now is I'll take the guy who goes later. And I can almost assure you that's going to be Will Fuller. Probably so. Yep. Like I said, I, I just think continuity is going to matter this offseason a lot. You know, you, you, you have a familiarity with a guy, rapport. Those things are going to be important. Better not, during... You better not draft any Buccaneers. <laughs> well, I mean, there's, there's case by case. Yeah, I trust, but it, I trust it, Tom it's Brady. Something. I mean, it's something to take into account. It is, for sure. Well, look, hopefully uh, hopefully that won't be as big of an issue and we can get back back, to, back together, ladies and gentlemen, um, as a society. But we will get back together on this podcast on Friday morning. Have that episode published by hopefully 11.30 or something like that, Eastern, 11.30 a.m. Eastern. Jamie, thank you very much. Thank you, buddy. All right. Just want to remind Jamie that uh, the Twitter poll results are in, and I beat him in the fictional draft. And for (laughs) Jamie, I'm Adam. Talk to you tomorrow on Fantasy Football Today.